Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we are going to chat about self-care during the menstrual phase of your cycle. So last week we chatted about Ayurvedic's approach to the menstrual phase, and we're going to kind of stick with the menstrual phase this week, and we're going to dive into self-care. So some of the things that I chatted about last week are going to be um, rolling over onto this week. So all of those self-care items and, um, you know, really ideas of what to do during your cycle, they will roll over onto this week. Um, Because to me, self-care are those just daily things, you know, those just how can we make our lives just run smoothly? Um, So every month, our hormones, they fluctuate. (laughs) Not sure if you've been told this, but for myself, until I really dove deep, it's like I knew that, but didn't really understand it. Um, And now I have taken, you know, some herbalist courses on it. I've studied Ayurveda. um, And I've really, I mean, I guess I've probably studied it from more of an Eastern lens, um, mixing in a little bit from the West. Dr. Claudia Welch is a wonderful um, Ayurvedic teacher to follow with women's hormones and health. But what happens, you know, our cycles, we just feel sometimes so disconnected from them. I was having a conversation with a friend um, who grew up in Australia and she's now in Japan. And she was echoing the same things I said. She's like, "I, I just wasn't taught them. She's like, everything that you're sharing Um, you know, it's almost like, it's just new information, you know, it's kind of intuitive, but it's also like, wow, why weren't we taught some of these things about our health and, um, you know, even fertility, like just really deep diving in, how does it actually work? Um, and the same thing with postpartum, all of those things. Cause I also, you know, specialize in pre-postpartum, you know, with my wellness business. And a lot of the times when I'm talking to clients who are pregnant, if it's their first, I'm making sure I give them perspective on, Hey, this is how postpartum is going to actually look like. And if it's their second, they kind of know, and they kind of are like, yeah, I'm a lot more prepared for it this second time, uh, mentally, because I think mentally is where it really can get rough because we're just not, not prepared for it. So sometimes, you know, we have energy for a week and then all of a sudden we feel depleted the next week and we feel like we're just kind of crazy and we're just not normal. Um, what can happen then, you know, we just kind of go into this like, oh, I guess it just is me. Instead of talking with friends and, you know, talking with other people who might have a little bit more um, education in those areas, you're like, oh, well, you feel the same way. Um, you know, I had a DM chat with someone and she said that her biggest question about working out with your cycle, she's like, what happens if I just so feel so tired? I don't want to work out. And I'm like, well, that's the beauty of working out with your cycle. You know, first, my follow-up question was what days of your cycle are you feeling like that? And she said days one through three. And then, um, you know, that is kind of the times that you actually want to rest days one and two resting is best. You know, days three, some people get their energy back. Some people want to rest a little bit more or do something light, maybe a yoga flow or, um, a bar class or something like that. Um, but it really is going to be individual on when they start to feel like they're getting a little bit more energy. But I told her, yeah, days one and two rest is best. Take that time for you. And even if it was day, let's say it's day 25 of your cycle and you just feel depleted well, rest, you know, that's your body saying, I need more rest. I need more recovery. Um, maybe you had a harder workout the day before and your body's having a tougher time responding to it. And, um, you know, just recovering, that means rest is best. So that is part of listening to your body is really knowing, okay, you know, if you're skipping workouts constantly and you have no energy, you know, that's one thing, but if you are getting in workouts and sometimes you feel energized, sometimes you don't, you know, that's, that's another thing. That's your body talking to you saying, okay, Hey, Let's really pay attention to what's going on here. 
So that's one of the reasons I really feel called to educate about, you know, your menstrual phase. And I want it to be normal. You know, I don't want it to be something that we have to be ashamed of talking about. Cause I know for years I spent many, many days trying to hide. Um, like I just never wore tampons. So I usually wore pads because tampons just didn't feel great in my body. So I was hiding those, you know, up my shirt sleeve. So people wouldn't see, you know, and in high school, you just hated trying to open up something in the bathroom because then you're like, oh gosh, everyone knows but really who cares? Like if I heard that from another stall, did I go out and tell anyone? No, like, that's just not what we did, but we felt so ashamed and embarrassed, you know, of our menstrual cycles that it just was something that we didn't really talk about, you know, and my mom didn't really have a great, uh, conversation with me about it. It was more or less like, Hey, uh, um, I, I told her and she's like, how did you know? And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure pretty sure it was it. That's what the toilet seemed to tell me. And so she, that was it. Like that was our conversation. And then later she gave me some tampons and some pads and she put them in my room, gave me this little book and said, read this. And then you get to choose which one works best for you. And that was, that was it. And so that was kind of like, all right, I have no idea what's going on with my body. Like what I have a short little, like 12 page, like basically pamphlet. And then I have to figure out how to use a tampon or do what are these pad things? I don't know. Uh, and I'm sure many of you had that same kind of experience. And, um, you know, I have a son, but if we do ever have another child, if it's a girl, like I want to make sure it's, I'm going to try to do a little bit more ritualistic, um, thing with them. I can't tell you what that is just because it's just not even on my radar right now. Um, but that is an opportunity. You know, if you do have young girls and they haven't, you know, had their first period, making it special or giving some ritualistic ideas with it. Um, so they don't feel, you know, ashamed of it or going through, you know, their puberty years, just like, I don't really understand what this is or why I even have it. So, now on to kind of how do we take care of ourselves during this phase? You know, what are some self-care ideas? Um, you know, kind of piggybacking on last week's, you know, avoiding cold foods and fluids for the same reasons um, because it constricts the uterus. So that is a self-care item is just trying to stay away from that. Drinking again, hot teas. That's a wonderful self-care. So ginger, chamomile, rose, lemon balm. Those are wonderful um, teas to rotate, or maybe you don't like chamomile, but you really like rose. Maybe you just um, have your rose tea. And then taking time to rest. So rest is best, as I said, um, you know, a few minutes ago, those first few days of your cycle, you know, if you, we can't always have time for ourselves, you know, a whole day, um, but just knowing if you, you know, can let your partner know, or if you are, you know, single and you have kiddos, you know, maybe have your kiddo have an activity or a special activity they get to do on day one. So you can kind of give yourself a little break, um, you know, and whatever that might look like. As I said last week, sometimes it is going to be like my son, you know, has an iPad. Is it ideal? No. But if I'm really needing that rest and I can tell, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be better for both of us in the long run versus me trying to, you know, kind of limp through the day. And usually that is going to end poorly for both of us at the end of the day. So now on to some new self-care items um, that I haven't shared, but this one is something I did, oh gosh, probably at the start of the year, is creating a winter Spotify playlist. And by winter, I mean um, bleeding time playlist. I think it's such a fun idea. I created this playlist during my winter phase of my cycle. So when I was bleeding, so I could really feel that energy that I was tapping into. So if I was a bit more moody or if I was tired or I have a little folksy tunes on there, you know, it really helped me step into just how I was feeling just a little bit more low energy, low key, um, some really juicy songs that 
um, you know, have some meaning. And I found that to be really um, a delight that I would play um, quite frequently on my, on my playlist. I've also developed playlists for each phase of my cycle, just because I think it's, um, it's kind of fun. You know, if you're really in that mood for some music and you know where you're at in your cycle, you just kind of put on your playlist and, you know, can kind of jam out. The next idea is um, creating a monthly moonly care package for your next bleed. So this was a fun idea that I got from a book. Um, I think her name is Claire Baker. And I really liked that idea of making um, a fun little box. So I actually saved some cute boxes that I've gotten um, in the mail through the years. And so I picked one of those so I didn't have to buy it. Um, and then I have some Thinks underwear. Uh, I have also have one of those menstrual cups, which maybe I'll do an episode on that. Um, I haven't worn the thinks enough to give you a feedback on it, um, but the menstrual cup was not my cup of tea, so to speak. Um, so I will maybe do an episode on that, just talking about my experience with them. Um, but I have that in there. I have my favorite chocolate in this box. And then this next cycle, I actually have some new pens that I bought because I needed some new pens. Um, I have uh, my hot water pack is on top of the box. So I know where it is. And then maybe an essential oil blend you could put in there. Um, you could put in, uh, what else could you put in there? I mean, just something little like stickers, if that's what you want, a new notebook, a pens, um, little cho other chocolate treats, whatever you're kind of craving at that month, but it's gotta be sweet. It's just something that is fun to open up and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I took care of myself the month before. So I usually do that when I finish my cycle, I try to pack my box for the next cycle. Um, and again, you don't have to spend a ton of money on this. It's just stuff that you might already have on hand um, that you just want it all in one place and you know where to go and it stays in the same spot um, all month long. Another one is having that hot water pack on the belly, you know, which I talked about with that lavender essential oil last, last um, week. I don't always do the lavender essential oil. Sometimes I just put the hot water pack on my belly. So that's something that is a go-to. I elevate my feet up on pillows. Um, I'll put on a good movie and by good, I mean Hallmark. So kind of good depends on, depends on the movie. Um, and then I just rest and I rest, you know, anywhere from the 20 minutes to an hour just depends on what I need that day. And then finally, some self-care, just some yoga poses, some good, juicy, restorative yoga poses. Forward folds are great. Um, butterfly pose. And then restorative, if you have a bolster, like I do a restorative child's pose over the top of my bolster. You can do a legs up the wall. Um, just really. So those are just ways that you can kind of tune in with your yoga and it will feel good, that forward fold, um, just bringing in that blood flow to the uterus with that butterfly pose. So that's what I have for us this week. I was going to give us a little bit of self-care through each phase of your cycle, but I knew it would get too long. And you know what? I wouldn't remember all of the things that I would share with each phase. So I'm going to break it down phase by phase. So next week we'll talk about the follicular phase. Um, and so we'll just kind of break it down that way. If you want to take notes on it, um, as always, if you go to the blog post, all of this is written out. So that's a little tip for you. It's just at andreaclawson.com backslash blog or forward slash, I guess. Um, I will put it in the show notes too. And that is the best place to find all of this because I do try to write out a detailed show notes. So it's easy for you to, um, you know, just grab and take if you have, uh, if you're driving as you're listening to this or you don't have time to take some notes, but you're like, oh shoot, where, what did she say about this? Um, you know, head to that blog page and you'll be able to, to get all of that stuff that I chatted about today. All right. Well, your weekly challenge this week is to figure out one of those self-care 
things that I discussed today and how you can incorporate that into your regular um, monthly routine with your menstrual cycle. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.